0: Oh yeah, I'll go in. You want to fight me? I'm going to fight you. Oh yeah, snap it to Slim Jim. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Uh, you are fine one credit
1: for a violation of the verbal morality
2: Ooh. Hello and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. To- random topics that matter, opinions that don't. Uh, Joining me today, as always, is my good friend, Michael Hodgins. Michael, hello. I
1: feel like my opinion matters, but I I guess it matters no more than anyone else's, so same difference.
2: That's just great, Michael. Also joining us is Crofton Steers. Crofton. Good day hey to you
0: guys. My opinion doesn't matter. Woo! <laughs> if I had if I had pistols right now, I'd be shooting them off. Boom! 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 Yep. Yeah.
2: And uh, yeah. I am the inimitable Bo Schwartz. It used to be Mike that was inimitable, but now I've taken the title. Actually, you know what? That I am imitable,
1: not inimi- inimitable. Imitable.
2: Um, you're imitable.
1: Yeah. Today I went on the. I can't remember if we we might have mentioned this before. There's like this baby hike thing <laughs> go on sometimes. Because uh, we have got a lot of people with babies, a baby hike, and, okay. Yeah, and there's this other dude uh, who goes, he's he's taking care of his kid, who's like I don't know a year or something like that. And then he, and then uh, after the hike, I was uh, Andrew had some like muffins or something. So I was like, hey, you want a muffin? And he's like, did anyone ever tell you you look like John Cusack? And and I was like, as a matter of fact, that happens to me about once a year. It seems some person tells me I look like John Cusack. So apparently, I am in imitation
0: of John Cusack.
1: There you go. It,
0: it's funny because I thought when you started that story that you were going to say that this guy was exactly like you, like you realized you had everything in common. And uh, what's what's funny is I was talking to a guy at work today, and he said like, you know, he ended up playing tennis on the weekend with some other guy who played tennis, worked pretty much the exact same job he had had a wife in the exact same field as his wife. Uh, you know, like they were both at the exact same, exact same age, exact same stage at life. And when he came home, he said to his wife, he's like, geez, I just don't know if I want to hang out with myself. And, uh, it It is an interesting uh, concept. If you meet someone that is your exact self, would you even want to hang out with them? Well, you know? that's actually why I don't hang out with John Cusack too often. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. D- he's <laughs> too and, much alike. And, and that's why I don't hang out with Stephen Hawking.
1: Uh, <laughs> you uh, guys do look alike.
2: <laughs> uh, hey, this not, um, let's not be, be diss well, Stephen also, Hawking. I mean, Stephen Hawking is a good-looking guy.
1: This relates to – no, he's not. Um, but uh this uh because crofton i actually That's mentioned so you mean. to this guy because he was like he was like after he told me i look like john cusack he's like oh no look john cusack's a good-looking guy and i'm like uh-huh and then i remember crofton sent me this article about why john cusack is not traditionally handsome in the, like and it, was, it was do you remember said yeah that? i remember saying that yeah I just like thanks john for cusack. telling me that you're not that handsome just like john cusack
0: <laughs> but you know the ladies still like you. So what What, what are you going to do? Well, one anyway. I thought John enough, Cusack
2: has a sex, sexiness appeal. Doesn't he kind of like a Christina like Ricci, a rom- you know? like The not- idea,
0: I think if I recall the idea of the article, it was that he has enough imperfection. He, he's like, he, anyway, he's di- distinctive looking, not in an ugly way, but like he's not. Tr- I don't think many people would argue that he's traditionally handsome.
2: Yeah,
1: he's not
0: traditionally handsome. All right,
2: well, my verdict on Mike's appearance is bullshit. And that's been our show. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. right. I get what you're saying. Roll out the machine. Yeah, Michael, it's your job.
2: Let's start it. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. I think we need to take that thing in to get clean. (laughs) Ah. That's a bad cough. That's
0: what she said about both things. Um
2: the
1: uh, topic today, I feel like we've touched on this in other topics. It's of violence in the media, which is to say vi- not news-reported violence, like real violence reported in the media, but violence sort of in artistic content or entertainment, movies that display violence, that type of violence in the media.
0: I see that. No, for sure we've talked about it before we talked about you remember um, ufc and mixed martial arts i think we talked you know we've talked about blockbuster movies before uh we've talked about we talked about pro wrestling recently like we've talked about a lot of types of entertainment on this show that have to you know that have aspects of uh, or are entirely based on on violence and that sort of <laughs> I thing so so, so yeah, so yeah I know. I, I would
2: say that news kind of counts because news is kind of an entertainment product, and um, there's like this I, show Vice. Hold on, Bo, I got to cut okay. you off. It doesn't count because <laughs> in this
1: topic, because it says specifically in artistic content, and I think the thing about news is that it's it's someone reporting on actual violence, okay. and that's different than right. fake violence.
2: Okay, I guess I guess at some point there's because some in, in happenings that are caught on video, there's like a decision with news programs like, do we show this? Do we not show? This? But okay, yeah, no. I, okay.
1: But I think that that's a different. I think that that's a different topic for discussion rather okay. than one like um, I'm watching a really really crappy movie by Michael Bay and. Uh, and it's just. Oh, no. Action. Are we having a, re- a rematch on the Transformers discussion? No. <laughs> I didn't Transformers. See, you there
2: in yourself said, you know. You mentioned Michael discussion. Bay, and you. Anyways. Oh, God. All right, right. Okay. Anyways, violence in the media. So, video games, movies, books. Um you know anything
0: like even a painting i guess you know uh anything that is okay. sort of yeah. like uh, in, right. in the artistic field that um that uh, you know the base itself or sells itself i guess through violence that the violence is is the It's funny the,
1: how much it is a base of entertainment like unless a comedy aside and even often comedy uh, violence can can be displayed in comedy but Pretty much most drama shows or movies, a lot of have violence as a base. Like I'm thinking of TV, like I'm watching this lawyer show I keep talking about, The Good Wife. And honestly, it's pretty much always murder or uh, some kind. It's some violence is is a key component of it. But like cop shows as well, like it's heavily focused on this aspect of humanity violence.
0: It's funny though, because those shows are focused often on the aftermath of violence, right? Like, uh, whereas, whereas, then there's shows that are entirely focused on on violent confrontations and all this. And it's funny that you may, mentioned comedy because it's true. Because oh, a large part of comedy is slapstick and slapstick violence, Looney Tunes cartoon style violence. Uh, you or know, the Home uh, Alone movies. American America's funniest home videos. I nailed my father in the balls. Um, <laughs> you know, like and and then on the other on the other side of things, like in drama, it's really. Based entirely, dramatic intrigue is based on conflict, and and that conflict really boils down to, to to two types. And and when you see the Good Wife and stuff like that, often when they deal with the aftermath of violence or dealing with it in that that other type of personalities clashing, often through through dialogue could even be yelling, could be you know intensity. But then there's there's conflict that's escalated to that nth level like and
2: game and, of thrones as an example yeah, oh Earth yeah
0: walking dead the sopranos um uh breaking which, bad breaking bad yeah. anything any you know anything die hard whatever yeah. uh like uh it, that's the, the time for talking is over now we're getting to the next level which yeah, i you know i guess is violence in a way you could see argue you could argue that it's an easy way to create drama without doing all the legwork you know what i mean like without building all these scenarios all you need is like a threat of violence and then okay now we've we've upped the drama level we didn't have to do anything else
2: you mean the the tropes are simple to create and for audiences to grasp onto rather than something with conflict that has subtleties between people right? exactly like yeah. if
0: I if, if we did a scenario where I am trying to you know blackmail Bo and and there's a giant dramatic buildup to it we find out that Bo Bo has a debt and that I hold that debt and 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 if he doesn't pay it you know I'm gonna reveal to everyone that he has this debt like there's a lot of groundwork that needs to be done there for an audience to understand the the gravity of the situation and the intensity of the situation whereas if i just grab bow and put a knife to his throat and say you know give me all the money or i'm gonna stab this guy boom instant instant drama uh without having to do any sort of legwork
2: yeah i, I think both are drama but but you're right like i agree with you that it's um it's way more accessible it's kind of it's it captures attention way like you know if, if you're Flipping channels, that kind of thing probably captures people's attention way more than just people talking. <laughs> so there's that. And same with goes with movie trailers. You know, you want to see the movie with the, the special effects and the 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 bangs and the booms. And you know, like there's this interesting movie, The Judge, which I haven't seen. It looks very dramatic and not violent. But um, you know, then I'm like, well, I've watched a try, and I'm like, it's not really. That action pack. So why would I go see it? I remember thinking that about that
0: movie. And that in in action, something else, right? Like, cause that's something that we crave often. And that's like, there's conflict, and then there's act, and there's action. And sometimes, like, you'll see these dialogue-heavy movies or dialogue-heavy TV shows. Sometimes that's what you're in the mood for. And then other times, you want to see some action. And honestly, action pretty much always takes. The form of of violence in some way, yeah, for shape, the most form. part.
1: I guess it's sort of hard. I'm trying to think of like movies, like what are the types of dramas are there? And unless they're like romance or oh. think, things like that, it's, it's just it's hard to make that kind of action come through. Uh, the only thing I can think of is maybe sports movies where uh it, they're kind of action y, but 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 it's true that pretty much the whole action genre is probably people shooting guns at each other to some degree.
2: Well, it, dramatic works period i mean have a, a source of conflict in some way like it's usually you but have a, someone going necessarily after violence s- no no i know but i think that's um <clears throat> i think if you look at a lot of movies that might be action movies that don't have violence in it that there's still sort of a conflict element to it is what i mean um and football is violent <laughs> yes it is <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's, it's a lot of sports a lot but, of sports, you know. it, it, and
1: can we, can't talk, we can't discuss this topic without mentioning it's almost like the elephant in the room of violence and media things are video games, which get panned by people who don't like them as being excessively violent. Um, it, you know, and there are specific types like first person shooters and some that are literally you just go around shooting people. There's all types of video games. Those ones tend to get the most uh, bad press. Uh, but it's definitely. A fairly big – and in that many video games are action-based, again, it comes back to it's um, – there's a lot of violence in them.
0: It's funny because another, another medium that got a lot of that is comic books yeah, uh, so for the long long time. In comic books – and it's probably because it's a visual medium and so you can show things. Like you can show – like it's one thing writing about in, – in a novel about a guy punching another guy or whatever. But in comic books, you can do a two-page <laughs> spread of, of, of that yeah. – of that happening, uh, and and uh, so, but but even like in the '60s or whatever, when they were releasing the Fantastic Four and Spider Man and all those, like all the adventures that they had, even though there's t- talk bubbles and even though there's story and all this, they often culminated with like punching out a bad dude in the face, right? Yeah,
2: like it's it's always. Oh, I think there's there's a very consistent motif in. A lot of these video games, comic books, you know, just dramatic art, that contains violence. And I think that there are a lot of... And so the concern is, or the reason why it's even a topic, because we're acknowledging that it's pretty much everywhere, and it's um, ubiquitous almost, uh, that, you know, you guys both have young children now. I don't have one, but I can kind of wrap my head around the concept of... These are not values that you're going to raise your kids with, for the most part. I mean, you're not, uh, you know, you're not going to endorse, um, you know, violence as a as, as a solution to most, if not any, of life's problems. Not the way that we're trying to live our lives in a community. And so it's so strange or so striking to have all of this media that promotes it while from within you're actively trying, you know, you're like, no, don't hit people. It's wrong to hit people. Um, Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a a good point.
1: And and because for sure, as a parent, I'm like, I would really like to limit my son's access to violent media, at least until a certain age. And I think my parents more or less... Did that for me that I can remember some Schwarzenegger movies when I was fairly fairly young, um, but the interesting and, and this and this kind of I think comes back to as a society we say violence is not the way to solve problems and most people abide by that and that's a good thing, and then does it come back to in, so is the reason we have so much violence in the violence in these types of media outlets is because they are. Uh, escapism and fantasy movies and video games that and that and that violence has been a component of humanity for well ever and still currently is but though we live in a society where we're like okay we've agreed to we shouldn't use violence so that these movies that we watch movies with violence and play video games with violence are outlets so that we can kind of like get that out in this fantastical <laughs> manner that we know is not real and sort of maybe satisfy that kind of like deep down suppressed bloodlust we all have as hunter gatherers uh, and then it's fa- fantasy and then we move on you know and we just sort of it's entertainment that's it
0: i you know for me that echoes true and i'll tell you why because like i'm i look for in myself an answer to this and we talked about this before uh but i am an extremely uh, pacifist person i i do not Partake in violence. I abhor conflict, mostly of any any kind. I I'm really like a not of like I not violent in any way in my, in my personal life. I wasn't raised in any form of violent manner, and uh, that um you know the there was limitations to a certain extent to you know the media I consumed in this. However, as an adult, and you know even as a teen and this sort of thing, I find myself. Uh, loving uh, violent video games, not just because they're violent, but like they're, a lot of my favorite video games are violent ha- or have violence in them. Um, movies, like Mike mentioned, the Schwarzenegger movies, like some of my favorite movies uh, have a so- sizable amount of violence. Like I love the first Die Hard. I love the Schwarzenegger movies. I love all those things. I've already mentioned about pro wrestling in the UFC uh, to, to varying degrees. Um and and I think of all this stuff, all this stuff that I love, all this entertainment and I love, and I think to myself, why do I love all this uh, when I am not at all like that in real life? And the escapism may be and, – and a lot of the video games in particular is sort of uh, – um, and, and action films is sort of a power fantasy where you're given this um, – character that you can make, you can make great and can do all these things and like gains all these abilities or can do whatever. Right. And it's the most powerful person in that world that's created, created for them. So for, for me, I, you know, I see the appeal for, of it as escapism and, uh, but it, I don't feel it makes me any more violent i'm not saying that it wouldn't make anyone more violent i bet it definitely doesn't seem to have ha- had any effect on me but it is a it is a very confusing detachment that, or you know separation between myself how i am as a person and the media i consume and honestly it's puzzling to me
2: yeah i think that has to do with um, an ability to i think this is very real an ability to Look at the mechanics of how something works and understand why it works the way it does. Like you may not um, necessarily fully like. I'm with you, Croft. I don't fully grasp because I, I I play I I like violent video games. Um, you know I feel like it's money well spent if I get a game and the violence is gratuitous. I've I've you know got <laughs> got what I paid for. Um, especially the that new Wolfenstein game. I love stabbing Nazis in the neck. It's 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 a lot of fun, but. um Sounds horrible. Yeah, I know it's awful, but at the same time, I get sort of a giddy enjoyment out of it. Now, I'm I'm not a, a violent person either, but I look at the game, you know, or the movie for what it is and what it's depicting. So I understand that what I'm doing is not real right i mean basically i'm taking a cursor i'm adeptly hovering it over something else and clicking a button at the right times and this is the game that i'm partaking in or i understand that the movie is a construction of two opposing forces and they're just you know it's a pyrotechnic show it's a special effects bonanza and that's sort of where i get my the giddy enjoyment from but um i think the concern is that you know I have a maturity about these things. I understand it for what it is, so I can enjoy it without it affecting. T- it sh- probably affects me on some level, but not in any way where I would go out and commit violent crimes at all. I'm very, I'm a very peaceful person. But it, but it's interesting. But people will go shoot up a movie theater, like dress up like bat. Like there was that person dressed up as Batman or something and shot up everyone in a movie theater. Like, you know, yeah. there are people who. Joker there are people like whom (laughs) this kind of thing, um, affects influences in a very negative way. And, um, well and, and often it's
1: the crazy which i believe that guy it, it can was. be the
2: crazy but i like that if it can have an effect on the crazy it can have an effect on normal people who are growing up with this material like well for sure, for sure it has some effect and and i think it's probably just the
1: simple effect of no, normalizing violence like may, being less affected by witnessing violence though you know you know i think because i've consumed a lot of violent media in the form of video games and movies as well. And I still think like like you, Bo, and I think like most people, I feel like I have a healthy perspective um, on actual violence and fake violence. Um, The example which I mentioned recently on this podcast, we are talking about those beheadings in – um, I, the ISIS community, I find that profoundly disturbing. Like it bothers me to even think about it. And all I've seen is a picture of the guy, like, like none, none of the gratuitous pictures. And I'm glad they're not displayed very heavily. I know you can find them if you search for them, which I would never do. Cause God, it, but it disturbs me profoundly. And, uh, and, and I'm glad of that, you know? <laughs> and I think when, when I had one moment where I realized, about this when I was in my late teens, my brother and I were looking at like, you know, you can find a lot of horrible stuff on the internet. And there was some videos of like people getting killed. We saw, and I was like, I remember being like, and still to this day, when I think about it, I'm like, Oh, it just disturbs me. I'm like, it's disgust, It's horrible. Like it's the underbelly of humanity. And it's, it repulses me. And I, I'm, gl- I'm glad. I, mean, I think I'm a normal person <laughs> as most people would be, but yet yeah, violent media is, is sort of a different thing. It, it, but understanding that, because I think you're very right, Bo, doesn't necessarily explain in Crown's that he's puzzled too why we still we we like the entertainment of it. And I, I think maybe Crofton touched on it a little bit in that it's related to I think everyone's desire for power. And and I think we all agree that well we can't all be the most powerful. But in video games or or, or watching TV you can see characters who really can do the
2: you can identify the with them in a... In a
1: well, Well, yeah, yeah, you're made to identify with them as a main character or to play them in a video game and they do things that you can't do and they have power that you don't have and, and maybe all human beings sort of want that and we, we can't really have it just because that's the way society is structured. And so, but video games can, can still give you that and it's sort of a human need. We all like to feel powerful and, and but, that's but, maybe you, okay.
2: Yeah, but it's a human need because like some of this stuff, Like I'm not gonna change what I'm doing, uh, but some of the stuff does make me feel a little hypocritical. Like a a big thing I notice all the time, and like because I I play a fair amount of games, is that when a game comes out and it's a great game, but it's non-violent, you know, and it's like it's like this sort of rare unicorn that comes along. you know because it's such a cornerstone to like how games are the conflict around games are constructed that when something is like completely devoid of depictions of violence in any form it's it's quite astounding um but it, it makes me feel like you know it makes me feel like sometimes it's just like oh i'm not taking responsibility for my actions like like why would you engage in such a thing if you don't endorse such a thing right and there's a dissonance there that, for me, remains unresolved uh, completely. I think
0: I think it's still that what Mike, Mike and I were saying in the sense that it's it's uh, there's the appeal there for whatever reason, and the appeal, the power fantasy, the escape, the whatever. Um, we buy the things that we want to consume. There's a reason video games are the way they are, or comic books are the way they are, movies are the way they are. The reason the top movies are action or violence or whatever, and all this sort of thing, the reason the top video games are, it's because there is an appetite uh, there. And um, I I just feel like we're, uh, I, I have no issue with myself personally. I really have no issue. And if, when I look at myself personally, and that's really all I can do, when I look at and I look at this thing, um, it, it doesn't seem like a huge issue. Really, like it doesn't seem like I don't consider myself an unhealthy person uh, mentally. And from enjoying these things, I don't. It's it's not doing anything negatively to me. So why would I say they're bad, or say that they need to be eliminated, or say even that they're bullshit? I think. um I th- I think wh- where it comes down is where and where I get concerned uh, is is like when we're talking about guns um, in, in the United States, for instance, and the, the conversation often comes back whenever there's a, a psycho that shoots up a place, the conversation always comes back to well. Do guns kill people, or do people kill people? So, what happens is the gun companies or the NRA will always say, you know, you don't, we don't need better regulations surrounding the guns. We need better reg. We need better mental health programs and all this, which is probably true as well. But they're always trying to deflect away from regulations surrounding, uh, surrounding the guns. So, when it comes to violence in the media. My thing is, yeah, it has no effect. It has no effect on me, and I honestly don't understand. Like Mike was saying about, you see the ISIS, you see real world violence. I I don't understand how somebody can't differentiate the two. But the reality is, there are people out there who can't. Mm-hmm. So should this stuff be regulated to a much higher degree? Should it be restricted to a much higher degree? Uh, because of that, because I know if you ask me the question about guns, I would say yes guns should be regulated to a much higher degree they should be restricted to a much higher degree but yet hypocritically almost you asked me the same question about violence in media and I'm like eh, I like violence in media or I you know I I like it in a, a lot of forms so no I don't want it restricted you know and that I you know that makes me feel very, very critical and I wonder if I'm missing something I no, guess
1: well, well I think I think I don't I wouldn't say that you necessarily are it's a complicated complex debate the gun control and the people control and i, th- I think maybe as with many thing that many things the truth is is both are both are not wrong like so with the nra saying like yeah people kill people and we need mental health services for crazy people or people will who might be prone to killing people that's true they're not wrong to say that and it's also not wrong to say that guns you know, make it easier to kill people. I, I would think that the media, the violence in the media argument has some weight because if we talked about like, well, why do we like this stuff? And if I think about why I like it, and it's when I played video games, you know, when you can level up a powerful character and it like it, it does give you this feeling of kind of power or whatever. And now I've, I've I like my life and you know, when I'm in reality, I'm, I don't feel the need for power <laughs> over the people. But there are some people who are, um, feel extremely powerless or alone, or like they don't exist in the world, and maybe this type of media tells them, "Well, this is this that is how you feel powerful." You know, if if, if in if in the media we, we like this, and it's and and it's a way to achieve something through violence, and maybe it says, "Well." If I like, I think of school shootings and things like that, and and often it's kids who are like loners or um, just feel like they don't belong, and 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 maybe violent media has told them, well, well, like that's how you can be powerful because we see that, you know, heroes in movies are powerful, like often killing. Many, I think of Schwarzenegger killing like hundreds of people in a movie. You know, he's the he's the best, and and uh, and it's so that if you're unbalanced to begin with, and you you've consumed all this content which says. You can feel powerful if you do this thing. And when guns are prolific, you can, then you can do that. You can take guns and you can shoot people and you might feel powerful for a short period of time and then get killed. But I think that's part of the criticism is that maybe it helps those few people who are unbalanced, it it gives them ideas. Now, I, I mean, I would agree across and I don't think we should it's just like oh, let's get rid of it all together because you know .01% of people are crazy and are going to go the wrong way I think that's too extreme as well yeah
2: I I, I think that Um, I think like there are concerned parents who maybe don't I don't know cause I'm looking at it from the extremes right because having grown up as someone who's enjoyed violent media and, and always felt somewhat um, you know when you're young you want to rebel so I've always had a sort of angry stance against people that want to censor artistic freedom or, you know, want to, um, you know, just want to curtail that in any way, shape or form. So if someone's vision is a violent, bloody mess, uh, looking at you, Tarantino, um, you know, then he has a right to, to make that, you know, god awful, violent thing um but there are very strong groups that would like to suppress I'm quite certain would like to promote values and suppress this kind of thing and and being being someone who who wants to live by the sword and die by the sword like I'd rather I'd I'd choose um the artistic freedoms over you know the I don't know if it'll actually make I don't know if it's Proven that it would make society safer, but certainly the argument that uh, less violence or no violence in our media would make for a less violent and better society. Um, on the gun right regu- yeah, uh, go ahead.
0: I, I would say that it is it is tru- like it is troubling the amount of it. I even recognize that in in everything, and because uh, I do have like my my parents uh, growing up were very uh, much kind of like not stereotypical mom and dads, but like mom liked a lot of um you know a lot of like talky dramas uh british stuff things with anthony hopkins that isn't the silence of the lambs um <laughs> you know like uh, he, she she's very much into that and and dad would watch whatever she wanted to watch he was very much different to her on, on that but every, you know Every once in a while he would like to watch a movie and I, I remember he got he got to pick the original Die Hard one time and mom wouldn't even watch the, all of it. She just walked up and he he, he wa- walked upstairs and, and dad watched the rest of it. But I remember when I was like – he felt I was old enough and the boys were old enough. Like he then like we watched – oh, Die Hard 2, Die Harder was one <laughs> of the uh, the first first like ad- – multi type movies I ever I ever watched and I remember like it was a bonding experience we were all like I'm like oh I'm watching Die Hard 2 with dad and all this sort of thing and so it was it was some but at the same time and we laughed and it was fun and there's you know crazy violence and power fantasy aplenty and this sort of thing um and there's a draw there's a draw there And I understand somewhat why I'm attracted to it. I guess my – Bo mentioned in the video game example, which I don't want to beat to death, but – in the video game example, there—he's right. There's a lot of violent video games, and uh, or violence in video games, even if it's at a cartoonish level. Um, and there's there's video games that come out every year. Sometimes the most critically acclaimed games, like Journey or Gone Home, or any of these these games that are have no violence in them and are about exploring the human mind or about you know uh, that sort of thing. But they don't they don't get the attention, and honestly, they probably don't get. Nearly the amount of sales because people buy what they want, and what they want is violence. And I do, I do take issue with that, even though in a large part it's what I want too. You know, so like um, I find myself struggling with this one just because uh, I know I know what I like, but I know sort of like in my mind what I'd like the a fantasy utopic world to look like, right? But- and I'm not sure if you guys have seen the movie. Uh, uh what is it judgment day? No, not judgment day. What's the one where Stallone gets sent back in time Judge with Wesley Dread. No, with with Wesley Snipes Demolition man. Demolition man, there it is. Okay, so in Not to spoil a 20-year-old movie here, but in that movie, the future, the utopic future is one of nonviolence and peace. And Stone gets sent back, who's a violent cop from the 20th century. And and sure enough, he shows them the merits of awesome violence and shooting. (laughs) I like how
1: a psychopathic criminal from like the present goes in the future and destroys everything. And the only thing that can stop him
2: is a violent And the the, who would in reality get, you know, busted for excessive force and everything. And
0: in, 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 uh, they use seashells to clean themselves and they refuse to kiss, uh, because kissing will exchange germs because the utopic people of the future are prudes. Um, that's, you know, the whole, the whole concept is is an inverse of what, what, what I would like to see, which is like a utopic future of peace and harmony and all this sort of stuff. And in the end, there's no room for (laughs) violence in media in that. But, I, you know I look at myself and I look at where I'm at and if you could tell me tomorrow you know Crofton you are now no longer partaking in any violence in media whatsoever no violent movies no violence in video games no violence in comic books uh, no violence in books uh, I you know I it would be hard I would be like holy you know I don't even want to do this and so there's a difference between what I want for the world almost and what I actually want and, and, it, I- and
1: you're you're a product of this time, and um, you know I think it'd be different if you were, say, born into a you know sort of a utopian society where we didn't have violence, where people people weren't violence and we weren't exposed to violence. You might not crave that thing, but we are in in a world where there's violence all around the world all the time, um, and uh, and that so then reflecting it in in our art forms almost makes sense. Um, I wanted when you were talking about those. The Demolition Man. That's kind of a good movie in a way. It's, I mean, shitty but good too. Pre- president Schwarzenegger. <laughs> um, was it's, what is he actually president? Yeah,
0: like in in that movie, it's Stallone, like Sandra Bullock's character tells Stallone that like President Schwarzenegger made this new edict or whatever. He was, like- and, and then Stallone is like Schwarzenegger. You know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, the the whole joke when Schwarzenegger became governor of California, oh. everybody pointed to that movie and said, "Hey, it's like in Demolition Man." It was prophetic.
1: Um- but one other example I want to talk is just which which is particularly funny to me, and we did a whole podcast on it with Star Trek because Star Trek is a sort of purported utopian future, and they're all like, you know, we're peaceful, we don't need it. But pretty much every single episode is some type of violence. They're basically at war with something, and phasers and photon torpedoes are firing. And it's just funny how they're like, oh, it's the future, and we've like limited our, you know, all the negative things of humanity, but we've gone out into the universe and managed to fight with every other alien we can well fight.
2: it's not our fault if they're
1: not enlightened No, <laughs> <laughs> you know but that's the same thing in the demolition man it's kind of like hey There's, we've got rid of our violence there, there, what if a violent person shows up it's the same argument like that the nra does it's like how do you stop a a bad guy with a gun a good guy with a gun and i'm like i don't know that that's true but that's what those things you know that's say. how you spread democracy
0: it is funny though because like when you were talking about Star Trek, when I was a kid uh, and like there, I had like a Geordie Forge action figure somebody had given me for some reason, and I was like I thought it was super lame that he couldn't shoot lasers out of his eyes like Cyclops. Uh, once I saw the show, <laughs> um, and uh, and then I realized like because I was into Star Wars way more and I'd look at Star Trek and Star Trek would be the one where they talk all the time and uh, it is funny though, Mike, because you are right. Even in a show in which it's based on diplomacy, you know, exploring new worlds and all this, there's still in almost every episode some form of violence, right? <laughs> it's, so It's true. Um,
1: should we – are you guys ready to cast verdicts
0: on this uh, controversial Yeah, it's topic? a hard one but I'm, I'm ready. Maybe I'll go first. All sure. right, that's verdict time the, then. The gavel. Cuz I don't see myself changing any way uh yeah, go for from, from from where I'm where I'm at, which is like uh, you know, this is one of those times where I find it extremely difficult. Um and I don't want to beat a dead horse. Uh, I've said it m- multiple times. I like media, violence in media for the most part. Like even there's, there's uber violence and and gratuitous violence, like in, in everything. I I think of the first Kill Bill movie, Bo mentioned Tarantino, like there's, there's stuff that's done violence for almost comedic sake and all that sort of, I even appreciate that. And uh, so like, I do, I do like it. And normally when I like something, um, I will lean heavily towards saying that it's good. But in, uh, a perfect world uh, this feels like when you know if we were rating smoking and i was a smoker i would i would feel like i know it's bad too though so it, i get torn between these two extremities so where do i end up and what's great about a show like this is we have a place to end up and that's what i'm going to have to i'm going to have to take almost it feels like i'm almost taking the easy way out when i say that you know violence in the media really means nothing to in large to large part, uh, and uh, I enjoy it, but I think that uh, overall, it's it's bullshit. The cow has spoken. It's yeah. true. Wait, yeah. is that my name? No, the cow just moved because you gave it a bullshit review. <laughs> you son self- of a
2: bitch! self slam. You got walked into that one,
1: from- Um, yeah, I-, I guess I can go next. I have a feeling where Bo's gonna go on this one, but
0: yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, Similarly to the craft, and I have added this is sort of a difficult one because I have you know I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't say that I consumed a lot of this type of media and have enjoyed consuming it, and I think acknowledged that people like it and um, and so I'm I'm kind of stuck between the bullshit and the bad um, verdict on this one, but I think you know taking a step if, if I think of things I like that are the you you know like would the world be a better place if we did not have as much uh violence in the media i mean i think and, and i think combined with say a less violent society generally i think probably yes and would we have lost some fabric that really enriches humanity if we don't watch a movie where a man shoots 180 people with a machine gun i'm thinking rambo 3 here uh (laughs) <laughs> you, you know I, I don't I don't know and and but i i do th- and I do think that the influence of violence and the normalcy of violence is is concerning, so I think I have to say the violence in the media is a bad <laughs> thing. you know and, I, and I'm just going to put that in the context of you know I like uh say a poutine every now and then and it's uh that's bad for you there's 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 no other way around it yeah is but- it really? So you can like, I mean, it's like, and I'm sure I would like heroin if someone forced me to try it, but I would acknowledge it's also a bad thing. That's yeah. you can like something and still think it's bad, and that's what I do with the violence in the media.
0: Yeah, I, I was thinking about that when I made the smoking analogy. I just, but yeah. still, for I stand by bullshit. No, no,
2: I, yeah, yeah, right. and, and I want to say that um, I think I, I really respect both of your opinions uh, quite a bit. Um, Definitely, I'm on the same wavelength as both of you when it comes to this kind of stuff. However, of the three of us, and not that I want to make it a competition, but I probably consume the most violent media, like, quite willingly or quite... No, I, I,
1: I, that's almost a misstatement because you probably consume the most
2: media, period, and well, by yeah. default, <laughs> most violent media. That's that's true, but you, you do watch The Good Wife, and it's funny because you've recommended it to me, and I've been like, well... I don't know. It's it's not violent. It's enough. no like, and I'm like, think of the shows I compare it to. And it's like, it's no Breaking Bad or Walking Dead. And I'm like, uh, I've just listed a bunch of shows in my mind with people dying in it. Um, but, you know, the thing that I was thinking about a lot through the show that I didn't mention was Mario Brothers. Everyone loves Mario Brothers. Like, it's hard to find someone. I mean, someone might not want to play it, but it's hard to find a reason to hate it. And yet it's quite violent, even though it has cute depictions. Um and, and so, you know, I like Mario Brothers. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the point of this is really, except to say that, you know, we enjoy these kinds of things. And there are so many names. Like if you talk about Impressionist paintings, you know, you, somebody who knows what they're talking about can list some names of Impressionist painters. But, you know, there are so many examples we could list about violence that this show, it would take us five hours to list them out. Um but it is a part of a lot of the art that we consume or that is created nowadays. And I'm all for artistic expression, and I'm more for exploring. Why it is we're preferring to engage and look at the data there and make determinations from that rather than suppress the idea that we have to just stop making it because it's bad for health. And yes, you're talking to the guy who smokes and you're talking to the guy who is going to put an extra scoop of ice cream in his ice cream bowl because damn it, ice cream is good. Uh, so I may not be the best person, you know, in terms of gauging the overall health of society, but that's my take on it. So violence in the media is good.
1: It's funny. I was like, I think I know which way Bo's going to go and, and, uh. And I
2: proved you but, right.
1: But no, <laughs> but I think it's like it's like you're almost you're the most like libertarian probably leaning person here, and that kind of makes sense that you'd be like,
2: let people consume what they want. Sure, uh, have sex in the streets, orgies, woo! Th- but, no, that
0: that's true, and also the fact that uh, that that I mean and it's good that we know we shouldn't once we've done a big discussion like this when we get to verdicts we should have a good sense of what the other people are going to say if you're surprised then probably we didn't do a good job articulating our thoughts
1: yeah and and this was one of those ones where i was like taking a specific like like a it's almost like I, I i feel like i'm i'm taking a moral stance on this i mean there's my own personal enjoyment of whatever but i you know in a perfect world i'd say this is a good thing but what i do find interesting is it is a it is a complex Topic. And I find it often interesting when we do get a full spread of verdicts because I think often that um, shows that that, that the topic is a layered one and one, you know, that that, that there is a valuable dialogue to be held there because it's not, you know, obvious.
0: Yeah. And nobody was getting on their pulpit and and, and thumping their chest for for one or the other. We ended up. Agreeing on most things and just coming down on slightly different shades, right? Goes yeah. to show, you how close would, those yeah. verdicts can fall.
1: Yeah, I would, I would agree. I think we're all
2: actually not that far off in our in our
1: thoughts no, on this. But yeah, no. there
2: you go. I think, I think that we can look at both sides of the coin on this one and. And feel good about the reasons that we each gave. So, All right. So if you want to send us your side of the coin, uh, because maybe there's one that we didn't see, uh, you can send us coins and your message via email. Or you can record a voice memo and send it to our email address, goodbadbull at gmail.com um we love getting mail so please send it to us we'll read it on the show and we'll cherish it uh okay that's enough pandering right yeah we never Um, get an email it's kind of getting yeah i'm getting like kind of (laughs) down man like let us know you're out there if you're listening to the show honestly email us um you know i'm going to start asking at the beginning of the
0: show if i get desperate enough i've (laughs) heard that we've had some people when we miss a week or so due to baby shit have been inquiring. And so, you know, if you're if you're keen on new episodes, keep fueling our creative fires with your emails.
2: Yes, it gives us uh, inspiration. Um, you know, you will be our muse whenever we go to do a show. So please send us your mail. Um, if you want to find out more about the show, you can visit our website, goodbadbull.com. There you can find links to follow us on Twitter at GoodBadBull. And like us on Facebook, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and we have an RSS link if you have an RSS uh, reader for that kind of thing. Um, if you are on iTunes and Stitcher, leave us a review. We love getting those reviews too, and that helps us gain visibility, I think, in the long run. So, you know, if you like the show, endorse us. Uh, it's a small thing that you can do for us, please and thank you. All right, guys. Um, if our listeners want to find out more about, you know, uh, the kind of violent things that you enjoy, uh, where can they find
0: you on the internet's uh, Crofton? They can find me shooting out the tweets on Twitter and slashing through the BS and punching it in the face with my tweets at Croft and Steers. Whoa, I, I felt all of that. Uh, Michael, if our
2: listeners want to find out more about you, where can they do that?
1: Well, they can find me at ML Hodgins where I will be sending out tweets discussing the, the lighter sides of the lovely fall colors we're experiencing. Because <laughs> I'm trying to fill my life with nonviolence. That's, that's what I'm trying to
2: Alright, it's like you have Coke and Pepsi You can choose between the two um, And you can find me at Bo Schwartz Alright guys, well um, Geez, uh, I think Favorite violent media ever Go
1: well, so, No, I'll stop you right there um, <laughs> I, I was thinking about how I've been taking stance of trying to lessen The amount of media, I still do enjoy violent media But like, Bo, you've been like Watch Breaking Bad, and all these people are like It's the best show ever made And after watching two episodes, I'm like, it's just It just I I don't need to watch this. But don't you like (laughs) Game of Thrones? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Case closed.